My name is Stephen Sindoni. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast of The Poisoning of 1851 Revealed. While researching the legend of J.C. Brown, I came across the following information in a book entitled Western Siskiyou County Golden Dreams, written by Elizabeth Renfro. The shocking story was witnessed by the official record keeper for the U.S. government, George Gibbs, who was traveling with Colonel Reddick McKee. Mr. Gibbs kept a journal of the expedition's travels to Indian country. On the evening of November 3, 1851, there was a great celebration. The agents were treated to dances performed by the Native Americans on the afternoon of November 4th. A peace treaty was signed by 13 Shasta chiefs and Colonel Reddick McKee. The following has been passed down from several of the Shasta families. According to Fred Wicks, now deceased, a feast was prepared after the treaty was signed and the Shasta Indians were invited to eat. It was considered impolite and a sign of distrust in the Shasta tradition not to partake. As a result, most of the Shasta ate the beef and bread served. It isn't quite clear, but the Shasta warriors began to die. It has been repeated in Shasta oral history that 3,000 warriors died that day. After the event, it is said by many that vigilantes, both miners and settlers, swept to the villages and killing all the people. Tyree Jim was a young man in 1851, and while he was allowed to observe the proceedings, he did not partake of the meal. He spoke until his death in 1908 at the age of 70 of burying the dead along the trails. Tyree Jim was not considered a threat and was allowed to return to his village in Scott River. There is a large unanswered question about the treaty signing and subsequent disappearance of many of the Shasta tribe. What happened to those who were to occupy the reservation? While no documents exist to validate the oral history, it is well known that some of the Native Americans went to Silitsk, Grand Round, and Klamath Reservation in Oregon. Whatever the case, in the Indian census taken in 1852, it was reported that only 27 Native Americans were living in Siskiyou County. George Gibbs mentions in his journal on October 28, 1851, seven days earlier, that he was made aware of the plot to kill all of the Native Americans at the treaty signing. His journal entry of November 4, 1851 merely states that in the afternoon it was signed in the presence of a large concourse of whites and Indians. The usual presents were distributed and they separated in good humor. Later, local newspapers matter-of-factly referred to it as the poisoning of 1851 as a historical fact. This was the first of many of these similar tricks used to annihilate the Native American, and the remaining few Native Americans were forced to live on Indian reservations. Here it is only 151 years later, and there are over 310 Indian reservations throughout the United States with over 2.5 million Native Americans living on them. The American people should force the U.S. government to close the Indian reservations and end the injustice. The FBI, or Federal Bureau of Intimidation, savage behavior at the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation has caused the deaths of more than 60 Native Americans and two of their own agents. Isn't it time we make the government accountable for their brutal savage treatment of the Native Americans still happening today? I ask you to examine the facts and understand our country is not a democracy.
Our forefathers have built the foundation of lies and deception. It is my hope that in my lifetime I will see the last Native American leaving the reservation and turning the lights off for the final time.